The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, while you're getting in touch about that, I know we're all heading in to the holiday uh, season, to Christmas. Uh, lots of shops and restaurants. Uh, for, for, for them and for their staff, it's going to be the busiest time of the year. I mentioned people clocking off on, on, on Friday. We're lucky enough, some of us, to be clocking off on Friday, but not everyone. I mean, if you are working in those restaurants or shops or the service industry or hospitality anywhere, you're going to be very, very uh, busy. And I was interested listening to Andrea on Lunchtime Live earlier. They were discussing whether shops should actually stay closed on Stephen's Day and just give everybody one extra day off. Connor Pope is with me. He's Consumer Affairs Correspondent with the Irish Times. Connor, traditionally uh, Stephen's Day kind of, or I say traditionally, a relatively recent tradition. Um, it has become the, the first day of the post-Christmas sales. Is, is that still a big thing? Well, yes and no. And can I vote for uh, delaying the sales until September or December the 27th? Because one of my crosses that I have to bear is I go into the sales every uh, St. Stephen's Day and I talk to the shoppers and I try and get a sense of, of what's brought them into the, into the city centre in Dublin. So I'd love to get... The you so you want there. another day off. <laughs> <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I don't mind doing it because, I, you know, uh, to answer your question, are the sales now as important as they once were? Probably not. I mean, some of your listeners will be old enough to remember there was a time when there would be literally queues around the block when the winter sales started mm. traditionally on December the 27th. And the people who had bagged the best bargains would be on the six o'clock news because such a big yes. deal it was. And yes. you'd have like Tony from Terenure who'd managed to buy a bed for 50 quid and it was normally <laughs> priced at 500 or whatever it might be. Like you don't really see that anymore. And there's a few different reasons for it. But I suppose the biggest reason, and lots of your listeners will will know this, is that retailers are almost perpetually in sale now. Yes. I mean, a lot of retailers have pre-Christmas sales. Then, of course, there's the Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. And then there's the autumn sales. And then there's the summer sales. And then there's the spring sales. And then there's the, the winter sales all over again. And so so, so the allure or the attraction of the big sales season has kind of been diminished. So that's the first thing I'd say. But having said that, people still do like to bag a bargain. And there will be people mm. pouring into towns and cities all over the country on December the 26th, on December the 27th. And they're not really doing it a lot of the time, whatever, a clear vision of what it is they want to buy. So, you know, you, you have this idea of the retailers open their doors and everyone rushes in and there's blood in the aisles. As oh, people yeah. Fight for the cheap tellies or the... Like a wave of locusts through Arnott's. Like, it's not really like that. I mean, the people who go in in the early morning are going in in a fairly good-natured way. They like to get in and out early because, if you know, that's the one thing I would say about the winter sales. If you're in when the door's open, you can be done and dusted in an hour and you're having your breakfast in Bewley's or wherever it is that serves breakfast uh, by 11 o'clock. And that really suits a lot of people. But then if you leave it till the afternoon uh, of the 26th or the 27th, the crowds really pour in and then it starts to become slightly more claustrophobic. But like, it all depends on your capacity for shopping and what you like. Because mm. the people who are doing it on, on the morning of the 26th of December are doing it as much because it's a social thing for them as it is uh, an attempt to bag the best of bargains. And are there bargains to be had? Like that you but can't yeah. get online? 
Well, you see, this is the other thing, and I actually find this really depressing, and this is purely a personal thing. An awful lot of the winter sales start on Christmas Day. Ah, stop. So you have all of these people start online. So you have all of these big retailers, and they go into sale on Christmas Day. And there's just something that I find incredibly depressing about somebody logging on to a big retailer on Christmas Day to buy stuff. You know, could we not just have one day when we're not acquiring new things. Now, I'm not standing in judgment of somebody who wants to do that, but personally... I know, it's fine. You don't have to. I will. I'll I'll judge them. I'll judge them (laughs) enough for the both of us, Connor. Okay, well, I'm glad you're doing that. uh, But but, that's the reality. A lot of people do that. And then, of course, there are the people who will wait until December the 26th and they'll buy whatever they fancy online uh, and they don't need to get out of bed. Now, that makes perfect sense to me, I have to say, because, you know, if I was given a choice, all things being equal, you know, where would I like to be? Standing outside a uh, department store at 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock mm. or 10 o'clock on, a, on, on St. Stephen's Day or having breakfast with my family or in bed? You know, I'll pick the, I'll pick the latter every time. And but as uh, I say... Given the fact that they are kind of perpetually in sale, as you put it, um, most retailers, I mean... Is the Christmas Day sale, if indeed it happens Christmas Day online or the St. Stephen's Day sale, if people are waiting to to do it in store, are are they kind of unique amongst all these sales throughout the rest of the year? Are they particularly good or is that still just in our mind? I think, well, I I think there's probably a bit of both. I think um, the sales are uh, bigger. Uh, because they need to get rid of their winter uh, uh, ranges and they need to bring in the stock for the for, for uh, the, the spring mm. summer season. So there is a lot of stock that they need to shift. But also retailers are canny and they buy in a lot of stock specifically for the winter sales. So what might happen is a retailer or a, a clothing manufacturer or whatever it might be might go into liquidation in March or May or July or whatever it might be, and a, and a good retailer will buy up stock in a liquidation sale, which they will then set aside and they'll put that on the shelves ahead of, uh, for the winter sales. So it's not just the, the stock that they're trying to shift that they couldn't shift pre-Christmas. It's also additional stock that they will be offering at a special price. Now, they can't offer it at a sale price because it's not been on sale on the shop floor uh, Okay, But they can offer it as a, as, a, as a special offer for people. So like the retailers do try and make the the sales period as enticing as possible. And as I say, you know, it's part of the game that people play. And it really is only for the people who enjoy retail, the people who enjoy shopping. Some people love shopping and they absolutely love the winter sales. And some people hate shopping and they can't imagine anything worse than the winter sales. And I think most people then would fall somewhere in the middle. I'll tell you who's with us as well, uh, Connor. is Deirdre Walsh, the owner of Molly Fulton's Bar and Restaurant in Sligo. And Deirdre, I mentioned a really busy time of year, not just for people in retail, but hospitality as well. I understand, though, you guys got a, a taste, if you pardon the pun, of closing for a few days over Christmas during COVID and you've stuck with it. Is that right? Yeah, that's how it came about. I suppose the, um, the first year, the decision was very easy because it was 2021. We would have had a lot of, we did take away all the way through COVID. So we had kept a lot of staff um, employed. And by July of that year, we were trying to, everyone was nearly back at work. So we were trying to figure out how were we going to fit holidays for everyone into that calendar year. So I suppose the decision was easy in the end. Um, we consulted with staff and uh, we said, look, we'll take a chance. And customers that year were very, very understanding because... A lot of our staff would be from uh, foreign countries, 
and they hadn't been home for two, oh, nearly two years at that stage. Mm. So last year was a tougher decision to make because, um, you know, there was no restrictions. It was, uh, the debate was how would the customers uh, react to us closing again? Because we close Christmas Eve and we don't open again until the 6th of January. Okay, so, so a nice break. At, Nearly a school break. Yeah. You're worse than the teachers. Well, do you know what? I come from a family of teachers. <laughs> and I was always so jealous at Christmas time. So I enjoyed every minute of last year. So we just decided, you know what? It works for everyone. Yeah. And it takes the pressure off for the rest of the year then for holidays as well. Do you know? Even though like we're closed for 10 to 12 days or so, staff are only using five days holidays or annually because... They would have their public holidays as well. Yes, okay. Um, so, you know, they still, they're only, they're down to three weeks then to use through the year instead of four. And that really does take pressure and off. I, I, I don't expect you to kind of open up the ledger and, and share the details with us on, on, on national radio. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, there's kind of, there are business considerations, oh, I, I assume, you, yeah. you've got to take into account. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose when it came to breaking down the holidays and the extra staff that had to be employed to cover holidays through the year, it really wasn't that much of a difference in it, you know. And uh, look, at, I suppose it was a selfish reason too, insofar as we were, we enjoyed it. It was nice. And um, I'm kind of sorry we didn't do it years ago, but it would never have come. I suppose COVID brought some good things and that was that was one change. That was one of them and you're sticking with it. Now, well, listen, go on. That's not to say we, ne- we won't open again, you know, that could happen too. But for now, the staff are enjoying it. And it's hard to keep staff as it is in this business. Yeah. So that is a perk. It definitely does help, you know. Well, uh, Deirdre, enjoy Christmas and enjoy the break and uh, Happy New Year as well on the far side of it when you do reopen. Deirdre Walsh is the owner of Molly Fulton's Bar and Restaurant in Sligo. Connor Pope, Consumer Affairs Correspondent with the Irish Times. Connor Pope, Happy Christmas to you as well. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.